welcome to the sixth edition of Backyard Stories. My name is Claudia Nankervis and I'm your host for this evening. This is the final Melbourne Backyard Stories for a while because I'm going overseas and have terrifyingly booked in to do a couple of shows in New York and Amsterdam. <laughs> if you're around, please come. Please, please come. Thank you so much for coming to listen to tonight's stories. The word for tonight is reach. When I was talking to the storytellers about their interpretation of the word, I reflected on the beginning of Backyard Stories and a story I wrote in 2020 about traveling and reaching new destinations and new heights. Rereading that story made me excited about my travel plans and I thought I'd share a little bit of that story with you tonight. In 2013, I went to South America for five months with my friend Elise. We'd both just turned 18 and when we told our parents, they just stared at their blonde-haired, blue-eyed daughters open-mouthed. Elise and I met in Guatemala and spent the first five weeks volunteering at a kindergarten. Don't ask me how this happened, but it did, and it was crazy wonderful. At the end of that job, we made our way to Argentina, doing lots and lots of walks and hiking along the way. We did a lot of hiking in South America. To be clear, I've never really been the stop-boardy type. Camping, trekking were not really my strengths, but Elise is crazy about the outdoors, and I like a challenge. When our friends heard we were going to South America, they were surprised. Elise, sure, but you, Claudia? Don't people go to South America to hike to Machu Picchu? What about your hypochondria? Elise was the only person I could imagine traveling around South America with. We share a love of meeting new people. We get excited about new places and new ideas. She's easygoing and seems accepting, if not oblivious, of all my neuroses. We also share a love of doing things by ourselves, like when Elise got her scuba diving license in Colombia and I took a beat, book to the beach instead, or when Elise went on a bike ride down Death Road in Bolivia and I went to the markets and ate, and when Elise got her eyebrow pierced in Bolivia and I just went to the movies. <laughs> We're like chalk and cheese, but we get each other. There's no judgment, no pressure with her. No one but Elise could convince me to go on a five-day trek through northern Colombian mountains, sleep outside in hammocks while scorpions literally nested in our shoes, go to Ecuador to hike up an active volcano, go with two random Colombian guys on the back of their motorbikes to a secret beach, volunteer to save turtles for a week, and finally spend three nights in the Bolivian Amazon. It'll be easy, Claude, she says about everything in life. On Halloween, we stayed at a party hostel in La Paz and met two British girls, Rosie and Susie. They spoke about a three-night trip to the Amazon that they were going to do. Elise was obsessed about the trek and I was obsessed with Rosie and Susie. <laughs> Rosie and Susie told us the trip was going to be three amazing days traveling down the Amazon. We'll see wild animals, we'll swim with pink dolphins, canoe down the river, we'll see sunrises and sunsets every day. I wasn't too keen on the first few things, but I like nice sunsets and being part of group activities, so I just thought, well, why not? As soon as we arrived at the first destination, we were given gaiters to put on. Gaiters. We were going to spend the day looking for a local anaconda that lived in the swamp. I kept listening to those funny English accents and they made me feel safe. I pulled on my gaiters, tugging them as high as they could go and looked at Elise in her singlet and happily singing to herself and realised she was in heaven. New friends, the outdoors, insects, water, wild animals, what more could a girl want in life? For three hours we waded through the swampy marshes. Each step was terrifying. 
The water was up to our knees and the grass up to our elbows. I panicked when I looked up and the girls were further ahead of me, and then I splashed noisily to catch up with everyone shushing me in case I scared the anaconda. And I was just thinking, wait, what even is an anaconda? <laughs> the guide seemed very keen to find the snake for us, but luckily for me, they weren't having much luck. They instructed us to sit while they busied around below us searching for it. I was just happy to be sitting down, legs well above the water, sharing my muesli bars that I'd brought and asking Rosie and Susie lots of questions so I could just close my eyes and enjoy their accents. <laughs> Back in our mouldy little cabin that night, Elise made a joke about getting malaria and bang, I knew it. I wouldn't be getting any sleep that night. <laughs> we were taking malaria tablets, but they were definitely not going to work for me. My mind loves to convince me that I'll get every disease in the world at some point in my life. You name it, I've had it, or I've got it, or I'll get it. I tried to calm myself down by accepting that it was okay if I got malaria. Maybe it even would be a good thing. Maybe I'll text mum and see if she's awake. Or maybe Jesse's learned enough in his medical degree by now. Maybe I'll text him. Oh, I wonder what the hospitals are like in Bolivia. Do I feel hot? Oh God, I think I've got a temperature. I'll write my fears in my diary, that'll help. In the morning, Elise said she slept like a baby. We were going to swim with pink dolphins that day. Great. I thought of the soft, sweet, loving dolphins helping me with my anxiety. I imagined swimming next to the graceful, bright pink creatures that leapt out of the river, inviting us to swim along with them. In reality, the dolphins weren't friendly at all and were actually quite aggressive. They kept trying to bite us instead of showing us their secret pink dolphin wonderland. The guides stayed in the boat laughing and laughing while we were doggy paddling in the murky water, screaming whenever those pink dolphins came near us. So here I stand today, a bigger, braver, wiser, and still neurotic person. Those five months with Elise are some of the most memorable times of my life. She's the funniest and bravest person I know. And if she invites me to travel to the Antarctic or Chad or Libya, I'll pack all my medications and join her in a flash.